February 4th, Numbers chapter 24. When Balaam saw that it pleased the Lord to bless Israel, he did not go, as at other times, to look for omens, but set his face toward the wilderness. And Balaam lifted up his eyes and saw Israel camping tribe by tribe. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon him, and he took up his discourse and said, The oracle of Balaam the son of Beor, the oracle of the man whose eye is opened, the oracle of him who hears the words of God, who sees the vision of the Almighty, falling down with his eyes uncovered. How lovely are your tents, O Jacob, your encampments, O Israel, like palm groves that stretch afar, like gardens beside a river, like aloes that the Lord has planted, like cedar trees beside the waters. Water shall flow from his buckets, and his seed shall be in many waters. His king shall be higher than Agag, and his kingdom shall be exalted. God brings him out of Egypt, and is for him like the horns of the wild ox. He shall eat up the nations his adversaries, and shall break their bones in pieces, and pierce them through with his arrows. He crouched, he lay down like a lion, and like a lioness, who will rouse him up? Blessed are those who bless you, and cursed are those who curse you. And Balak's anger was kindled against Balaam, and he struck his hands together. And Balak said to Balaam, I called you to curse my enemies, and behold, you have blessed them these three times. Therefore now flee to your own place. I said I will certainly honor you, but the Lord has held you back from honor. And Balaam said to Balak, Did I not tell your messengers whom you sent to me? If Balak should give me his house full of silver and gold, I would not be able to go beyond the word of the Lord to do either good or bad of my own will. What the Lord speaks, that will I speak. And now behold, I am going to my people. Come, I will let you know what this people will do to your people in the latter days. And he took up his discourse and said, The oracle of Balaam the son of Beor, the oracle of the man whose eye is opened, the oracle of him who hears the words of God and knows the knowledge of the Most High, who sees the vision of the Almighty falling down with his eyes uncovered. I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near. A star shall come out of Jacob and a scepter shall rise out of Israel. It shall crush the forehead of Moab, and break down all the sons of Sheth. Edom shall be dispossessed, Seir also his enemies shall be dispossessed. Israel is doing valiantly, and one from Jacob shall exercise dominion and destroy the survivors of cities. Then he looked on Amalek and took up his discourse and said, Amalek was the first among the nations, but its end is utter destruction. And he looked on the Kenite and took up his discourse and said, Enduring is your dwelling place, and your nest is set in the rock. Nevertheless, Cain shall be burned 
when Usher takes you away captive. And he took up his discourse and said, Alas, who shall live when God does this? But ships shall come from Kittim, and shall afflict Asher and Eba, and he too shall come to utter destruction. Then Balaam rose and went back to his place, and Balak also went his way. Training God's People to Look to the Future, R. Fowler White By this point in Numbers, it is painfully obvious that the redemption and covenant that Moses brought were not enough to overcome the nation's sin. They were no longer slaves to Pharaoh, but they were still slaves to sin. They were required to obey God, but they were unable to do so. Numbers tells us then that if the people were ever to have freedom from sin and new hearts for obedience, they needed to find a prophet greater than Moses. Numbers tells us even more, however, for the Levites were ineffective too. Their sacrifices simply could not put away sin once and for all. So, if the people were ever to finish with sin and sacrifice, they needed to find a priest greater than the descendants of Levi. Clearly, the people's need went well beyond Moses and Levi, so God was training them to look to the future for a better prophet and a better priest. Then, in the story of Balak and Balaam, we see God training his people to look to the future not only for a better prophet and a better priest, but also for a better king. Despite their evil scheming, God overrules Balak and Balaam to create Israel's future according to his promise. I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near. A star shall come out of Jacob, and a scepter shall rise out of Israel. Numbers chapter 24, verse 17. This future king will put himself in harm's way to make the people secure and pure for fellowship with God in the land. This king will fulfill God's promise to the patriarchs to bless them with dominion, just as the nation itself had fulfilled God's promise to bless them with descendants, and the gift of Canaan will fulfill his promise to bless them with land. All this will be according to grace. At every point, God will show Israel that it owes its blessedness not to its own faithfulness, but to the faithfulness of others. In faith, then, they should look to the future for the coming prophet, priest, and king. Later, scriptures encourage us as we see God fulfill Balaam's predictions, especially under David and finally under David's son, Jesus. Indeed, like David and the other kings, Jesus put himself in harm's way for God's people. As Christians, we rejoice supremely in Jesus, for he suffered even death for us, and through death, he conquered sin, surpassing not just all other kings, but all other prophets and priests as well. Thank you.